This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, my friends? My name is Seth Studley. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and welcome to AOM Radio today. Our show is real help for real couples, and we created it because we had a really crappy marriage, and we don't Mm -hmm. want that for you. And as always, our show is brought to you by the Anatomy of Marriage app. It's the couples counseling app that's fast, fun, and never boring because, again, we created it. It has helpful tools, resources, all the fangs you could ever need. Go check it out at anatomyofmarriage.com. And every day, we do loads of things. What are the loads of things we do every day? Those loads of things we do, we start with a prayer. We share an intention, how we're going to show up in our marriage today, mm-hmm. and a gratitude. And then lastly, from the Anatomy of Marriage app, we do some conversation starters. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to say, if you're new to the show, my name is Seth. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. This is Melanie. We've been married for 16 years. We have three kids. A couple of those years were really terrible. I got a black eye from it. We wanted to kill each other, mm-hmm. and we made a show about it, you guys. So mm-hmm. we are sharing our Crappy stuff. We made our mess into our message. That's right. Right? Dang right. Dang right. Dang right. (laughs) And we we share the resources that we Mm. wish we had had. Yeah. During all of that time, we made the stuff that we know would actually have been helpful as opposed to all the lame-o workbooks Mm -hmm. that tell you all the things but don't give you any tools. I don't need 7,000... Workbooks. I need a hammer, y'all. You need a hammer. You need need some tools, right? So uh, let's dive into our prayer, intention, and gratitude. And we encourage you to do these things with your partner. Even Mm -hmm. if you don't have a faith background, prayer is just an intentional way to connect. So do you want to pray? I will. Thank you, God, Creator, for your blessings. Thank you for today. Thank you for another chance to show up and do stuff and build all the things that we want to build by way of self-confidence, by uh, growth mindset, by being a better person, by showing up better in marriage. Thank you for the show. I pray blessings upon all our listeners all across the world. Thank you, God. Amen. Amensk. Good prayer. Amensk. Nobody knows why you say Amensk. You say Amensk. I only say it because you say it. Oh, I don't know why I say Amensk. All right. Well, uh, intention. Our Mm -hmm. intention is basically the behavior that we want to show in our relationship today Mm -hmm. based on what does not work 
in our past mm-hmm. or yesterday. And mm-hmm. I'm going to take a little segue here real quick. And I don't mean those things that are goofy and you ride on. <laughs> I'm going to take a segue. There she <laughs> goes. Um, so one of the things that I talk a lot about with coaching clients is that you cannot do the same thing and expect different results. That mm-hmm. is like the, the famous quote that people say all the time is doing the same thing and expecting different results is the definition of insanity, right. which I don't really know that it is, but people say that quote all the time. I and think Einstein said it, but... Einstein, Schmeinstein. But it is it is shocking how people will say, okay, I'm going to fix my marriage by doing exactly what didn't work yesterday or mm-hmm. the day before or the month before or the year or decade or three decades before. Mm. So intention is really just what is not working. Mm-hmm. Let's cut that sucker out, get it out of here. And let's bring in some new tools mm-hmm. that are actually going to work. So mm-hmm. that's what I want you to think about when you think about intention because your old stuff ain't working. That's right. The old stuff doesn't work. I don't take sports and exercise advice from somebody that doesn't do those things, mm-hmm. right? I don't take financial advice from a 20-year-old who has $1,000 million in student loans, right? Right. I don't take marriage advice from somebody who just got married six months ago. Or has a fake marriage. I ain't saying any names. A fake marriage, right. Uh, So, yes, so let's do our intentions. What is your intention? Okay, so my intention. So you earlier you said you were feeling sick. You know, Mm -hmm. I was like, I mean, you came in the room, and I was like, is she pissed? Is she what? You know, I didn't really think that you were mad, but when you're mad or you feel sick or just you kind of look the same, you know? So I was like, oh, no, right? Mm -hmm. I wasn't panicking, but I said, oh, okay, something's up. I said, hey, what's up? You said, I just don't feel good. Mm -hmm. I feel sick, you know? And I was thinking, okay. And then you went away. And I was just thinking, you know what? How how can I be intentional here? How would she want me to respond? Mm-hmm. Not not how would she want me to respond? Because I'm not doing it to, right. to honestly, to make way, yeah. you happy. Like, oh, you know. Uh-huh. I thought about, I said, you know what? How can I respond to make her feel seen, mm-hmm. heard, and listened to, and like cared for? Right. You know, so that's why I came back in the thing. I was like, hey, I'm sorry you feel sick. Can I get you anything like mm-hmm. a soda? You know, it's for like carbonation or whatever your stomach. And uh, I, that was intentional. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I intend to be that way today, just Mm -hmm. to attune and just like, hey, be empathetic. Right. Not pathetic, empathetic, Empathetic, right? Empathic. So yeah. Yeah, em- empathic. That's right. right. So there you I go. I appreciate that intention, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that you asked. Mm. Is there something that you could get or whatever? That was really kind. All I mm-hmm. needed was a little bit more lore, and uh, some live uh, streaming. That's a here. podcast, by the way. It's so. a great podcast. Everybody right. knows what lore is. It's like a gajillion. Hold on. Ratings. What's up, Delano? What's up, my friend? Hey, Emily. What's up? Good to see you today. Um, Miss Team Myers, what's up? My intention today for behavior, mm-hmm. according to our relationship goals, is to continue just kicking a and taking names like what does the, that mean when i feel what's that got to do with me oh what's love when i feel empowered and i feel good about what i'm doing <laughs> that's how my mind works you y'all. randomly sing um i i feel better about everything and i feel more connected to you so if okay. i guess if i'm a boss in my life i'm a boss in the bedroom that's not what Ooh. i meant but that's kind of what i meant um it helps me when i am when i know what my goals are and i mm-hmm. stick to them and i'm proud of my own self would you it, say it, that- just quit. it helps me to be like really present with you in mm-hmm. a way that is i take up my melanie shaped space but not in yes. a mean bad bossy yeah. way i take it up like come on over sugar right so Look when you're when you're together. getting done what, uh, whoa. when you're getting stuff done uh-huh around here mm-hmm. that builds confidence in you right and then you feel uh, 
I don't know. It, it, I, I really honestly get what you're saying. It's like doing 75 hard. Yes. If, if it's, and it's different from going, oh, well, I got to have to clean the pee off the toilet and mm-hmm. like being mad that you've got to do laundry all day you're or like, whatever. I right. am empowered to mm-hmm. do those things mm-hmm. to the best of my ability because that's how I want to do them. I love it. And then look what I can do. It's it's like a, a very much like, um, sorry, I didn't mean, it's like, you know, what is it? Diva is a female version of a hustler. Oh, uh-uh. right. Right. It's mm-hmm. like that vibes. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I've had my stunner shades on, they're gold dangling down. Ain't nobody stopping me. I'm right? going to get you some gold shades. Please uh, do. What's up, Audrey Ray? Good morning. I've never seen you on here. Glad Good to see morning. you this morning. Good so morning. So that's the way that I want. My intention mm-hmm. is to just like be a bad A today. Right. Mm-hmm. And it makes our marriage hey. better. Yeah, that's awesome. And okay, so if I'm like a little wuss baby boy or just... Man baby. Kicking some you know what, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah, I saw... You know, like did this, did this on my list, and here and right. here, engage with the kids. Is that attractive or is it not attractive? Oh, to it's you? the best. Right? If you have when you are on seventy five hard, or you have like a really firm strategy of what you want to do. You know what you're going for, mm-hmm. and you do it. Mm-hmm. And on that list, it includes things like do the dishes for right. five minutes and tickle our eight year old daughter and mm-hmm. play Duplo blocks with her. Yeah, we'd well, mm-hmm. be having a fourth. <laughs> We ain't having no fourth, y'all. What's up, Jesse? Morning, guys. I'm working through it for me. I'm going to be a bad A. Things yes. are moving along. Yes. Air yes. five. Air five. For being a bad Good job. Good job. Um, so, yeah, those are my intentions. Okay. That's good. And gratitude. One thing I'm gratitudinous about, uh, you just giving me space to do, to 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 Cut really, trees down. No, no, no. <laughs> to be active in uh, phase three, 75 hard. Right. Right. You're, you're very supportive of that, and I absolutely encourage you to mm-hmm. start phase one as well, and I'll give you that same support, I but whatever, no but, but I am thankful for that. Right. Hey, I got to do my walk. You're not like, oh, get it. You're like, all right. Yes. Go, go for it. Yes. So thanks. You're welcome. That's good. Um, I'm thankful that you let me buy silverware and that you're not- I didn't let you buy it. That you, sounds so my, patriarchal. That's I don't care. Not, that's how my spirit sees it. I am trying. I'm like, waste not, want not. Reuse everything. Hot glue it back together. It'll be fine. Right. And when you give me the gift of $40 silverware- for no, I think it was even cheaper than that. It was like thirty dollars for a set of forty-five. Uh, I feel deep <laughs> oh, joy. Man. It doesn't take much to make me happy in this right. way. Um, and so when you do stuff like that, mm-hmm. it I'm really thankful. Like I okay. got my package in Amazon uh, of new silverware it's and like was Christmas. like, "This is the best." Right. Now I don't look like a Goodwill drawer. I uh, look like an actual adult. A real drawer. Okay. And so I'm That's very good. thankful. Mm-hmm. I'm and I. I'm saying, I know you think that's silly. People might think it's silly. But if you can't be thankful for the little things, right. what's she going to be thankful no, for? I it's going to take I don't big think stuff to make you thankful? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so, it's silly. That's what I think. So, all right. Long check-in. Thank you. We remind you to do these things. We call them pigs. Prayer, intention, gratitude, and goals at we the end. We do that with the kiddos, yeah. Do these at home. We're going to dive straight in the question. Let's go read it now. Thank you very much. Hold on. Go. i got to find it. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. And if you want your own question answered on the show, you can send it into hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. What? Somebody Aminsk. Just says Aminsk. <laughs> Perfect. That is That's funny. very funny. Right. Uh, so you can send it into hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. Mm-hmm. You can DM us on Instagram or Facebook, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it says, my wife and I have been married for over 10 years, and over the last 18 months, I have made some major positive personal changes as a husband as and as a man, but I find that she still reacts to the old version of mm. who I used to be. 
in my mind, I feel like a new person with new goals and ambitions. And it is so confusing to have her treat me as if I am going to do the dumb stuff that I used to do in the past. I try to convince her that I don't do that stuff anymore, but she just doesn't seem to get it. It's like her brain has neural pathways that react against the old me when even when the new me is talking to her. Mm -hmm. Why is this happening? Is it old wounds? Am I still doing something wrong? Help and thanks so much. Mm. So I this is a great question. And some of our most recent fights have been about this stuff. Remember the one a couple of weeks ago where I said, hey, let's do this with our finances and stuff. Right. And And I came at you like, like like I was like five years ago, a, a teenager with you know who just got ten bucks and wants to blow it on like pop rocks or something. That <laughs> I don't sounds know. great. <laughs> <laughs> and and that $10 was ten dollars worth of pop rocks, right? So what what that what that produced in me was a feeling of, hey, I am doing right. right. I am kicking a and taking names, right? And you even said that, yeah. Yeah, and, but you were triggered mm-hmm. on something, which you know, like and. Dave Ramsey talks about this and other people talk about this. Sometimes, I actually had a conversation with a coaching client about this yesterday. Women have like a gland. You know, it's like a canary in a cold mine. They're like, wait, wait a minute. This isn't right. Hello. Right. This is jeopardizing, you know, coming from an evolutionary uh, Evo biology, bio. an Evo bio perspective. It's like, this is not good for my kids. My, you know, my offspring, mm-hmm. my nest is being mm-hmm. disturbed, right? So... That's really important. That has gotten us out of a lot of jams, a lot of stupid stuff that I wanted to do or didn't do Mm -hmm. kind of thing. You've had some real insight and wisdom into that. And sometimes that little canary in the coal mine is just chirping Mm -hmm. because of old stuff. And it's like, wait a minute, canary. You're not in the coal mine. It's not going to explode in two seconds. Right. You know? we're in a totally different, we're in an open field, you right. know, with, with flowers and there's no clouds in sight. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong here. Right. So it's a, it's a thing that causes arguments often, sometimes for couples, but it's a really deep thing that I am calling everyone to acknowledge it and respect it and listen to it. And then also be open to the possibility. Wait a minute. I could be wrong here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So for this, for this wife, you know, uh, maybe the husband did some stupid stuff. Maybe it was a mm-hmm. douche, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> say it. He's a real douche. He's a real douche. And so she has really a real reason to right. feel that way right. and to react that way, right? But, you know, okay, let's look at actions. I think I posted something on my own Instagram. It's so studly. On my own Instagram yesterday. Actions. Nothing else matters. I don't know. The, Are you a zombie? Did you turn into a zombie? Uh, so actions. So for the last two years, have I, I immediately been... thought of all the things that actually do matter apart from actions? So when you said that, oh, well, I was like, okay, uh, okay. So like uh, actions, like what you, know, you say, actions you're gonna do matter doesn't matter. Words. But if yeah, you act, like oh, right. you know, oh, I'm I, I'm gonna make five thousand dollars. Is five thousand in our account? Yes or no? Oh no. Mm-hmm. Okay, then right. I don't care. Go right. back and work. Right. You know what I'm saying? So actions uh, matter more than words and you respect and want actions more than me just talking about it, right? Yes. So when you're triggered like that, oh my gosh, she's going to do this, she's going to do this. Let's look at the back two years. Okay, Melanie, two years. What is going on? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to weigh the facts and mm-hmm. if the facts are adding up, then you can cool your canary. <laughs> cool your canary. That's you, you know what I'm saying? Yes, and I think the way that I look at it is... In, like even in our marriage mm-hmm. with 
uh, even my own behavior. Mm. So for a long time, for a, at least eight years, mm -hmm. I was a mega bee to you. Oh, yeah. And, and very much controlling and like judgmental. Mm -hmm. I would always tell you what you did wrong. I would... I would, it was that negative bias thing where I was look only looking for mm -hmm. what you didn't do, what you didn't say, what you, where you weren't at, what you didn't text me, mm -hmm. what, who were you talking to? Cause it wasn't me. Right. Like mm -hmm. I was so selfish. So just de doggedly determined to be like, I'm going to let you know how mm -hmm. you're failing me mm -hmm. so that you'll fix it. Right. Which in hopes that you will see that and be like, right. oh, crap. And oh. how many of you want a boss, raise your hand, who goes, I know how to make this employee work better. I'll tell them everything they do wrong. <laughs> no one wants right. that. Is that how you parent? No. Because if it is. Well, lo loads of people do, and I used to. Right. But, but with the hard part about that is when I started to change that behavior, mm -hmm. for one, I'm just going to tell you that that journey in and of itself, changing really uh, firm ways of behaving and really ingrained ways of behaving on my part, it's so hard. Mm -hmm. It is so hard. So if you are listening, if you're watching and you're trying to change yourself, your behavior, your action, know that it is going to be hard and don't give up just because mm -hmm. it's hard. Right. Don't give up just because it's a struggle and it takes time and it takes investment and all of that stuff mm -hmm. because it's going to. But the crazy part is that you've done all this hard work internally. You're thinking about things, you're processing, you're journaling, you're reading books and listening to audiobooks and blah, 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 blah. You're going to therapy and then your spouse doesn't care. Mm -hmm. Your spouse is still treating you like you've mm -hmm. done stupid things. And right. you're like, I haven't done that for four weeks and right. I'm so freaking proud of myself and you're taking a dump mm -hmm. on me right now but the person that hasn't done that hurtful behavior for four weeks mm -hmm. cannot and may not and yes. shall not oh i'm preaching thou shalt not fall into the trap of i haven't done this for four weeks right. why aren't we having sex yet right you know why aren't you you, you know what i'm saying right when you know oh the previous four years mm -hmm. you were the worst right you know right. what i'm saying so you cannot <laughs> and that just makes me think of okay Let's get into some Jocko Willink stuff here. Jocko? You got to take ex extreme ownership right. of your stuff, mm -hmm. right? And uh, talking with clients yesterday, we were like, okay, you know, you're not here. You're not, you know, doing coaching. You're not doing therapy. You're not doing anything because, uh, no, what was it? It's, it's the idea of this took you a long time to get here. Right, right. All these maladaptive reactions, these mm -hmm. hurts, these these attachment injuries like right. we talked about yesterday. Right, right. It took you a long time to get here. Please do not kid yourself and don't expect, right. well, I'll do therapy for four weeks. Right, right. Or I'll do even coaching for 30 days. Mm -hmm. And I'll yeah, then we'll be golden, you yes. know. No, it takes it takes years. commitment it and takes it takes a years. long time. <laughs> okay, for one one example, 75 hard, mm -hmm. right? That's 75 days. Mm-hmm days yeah so what would your life look like if you did 75 days of therapy right or 75 days of coaching mm -hmm. which speaking of coaching we do coaching Ooh. we have coaching is is the best i i love it doing best. it it is like my zone of genius when i'm just stay on track with now. clients anyway 30 60 or 90 days of coaching uh that is intense. Mm -hmm. That gets you to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not once a week. It's every day. Like 75 hard. It's not, It's not. oh, you just do one workout a day and nothing else. Right. You do two workouts a day for 75 days. Right. And you read and you, yeah, right. mindfulness, and all if, that stuff. If you think for one second that after 75 days, you're not going to be a different person, mm -hmm. then we should talk about something else. Right. Right. <laughs> 
but it takes commitment. There is going to be absolute pushback. There is going to be absolute resistance. Mm-hmm. And you're going to say, what the F am I doing? I'm so mad. I, you know, I'm burnt out. I'm on the stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you, and I, then, you know, then I ask you, well, how long have you been doing this? Well, two weeks. Right. I'm yeah. like, 14 days. Let's get real. Well, you though you've treated your spouse like a dumb crap for 14 years. Exactly. So yeah. this is just getting real. And we can get real because we've been there before. Mm-hmm. I've done something like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, clean the house, you know, for mm-hmm. two days straight. And I'll be like, oh, look at this. I See? know. And that's the hard you part know? is that people, like, when we make progress, we have this tendency, especially in marriage and relationships, mm-hmm. because here's the, the crazy thing. And I think Dr. John Gottman talked about this idea that mm-hmm. if you say to your spouse, uh, you never take out the trash. Mm. They're going to tell you the last five times that they did it because right. they remember it. Mm-hmm. And your statement of you never blah, blah, right. blah has now started a whole new argument mm-hmm. about the dates that they recall taking out the trash. Mm-hmm. So the reason I'm bringing this up is that in this situation where you're like, I'm trying to be a new person. I'm trying to handle things differently. And you're, and it's that's so much of that is in your head. Mm-hmm. So much of that is never voiced explicitly expressed. Mm-hmm. It's not written on a piece of paper that your spouse can see. It is not out in anyone else's purview but yours. Mm. And yet, you expect your spouse to understand it, mm-hmm. to follow along with it, to give you grace when you haven't even explained these things. Mm-hmm. And so there's an element of like, you have to figure out as a couple how you communicate these things with a, I guess the way I would say it is like a constant knowing and a long-term goal. So in this couple's case, like he's saying, I've treated her poorly for these years. I get it. Mm-hmm. I've made all these changes, blah, blah, blah. But she's still treating me the old way. So mm-hmm. here, honestly, sometimes this is, she's treating me the old way. Mm-hmm. This is what I would do. Uh, and this is just how my brain works. I do this with our kids. I do this for myself all the time. I write things out on our mirrors mm-hmm. with like... Uh, dry erase pens or uh, big pieces of paper and I hang them on the wall. It is not fashion forward. It's not what Joanna Gaines would do, but it is what I need to do to know what my actual goals are. Mm -hmm. And we do, that's the same thing with our intention bracelets. We write them for ourselves, like our kids and ourselves about how do I want to bet you are faffing and see, see you faffed. Okay. Hold on. I want to, I want to read some comments after you close up your, Oh, Mm -hmm. close it up. Uh, Uh, so, but I want you to think about like, write your goals that are your internal thoughts and feelings. I do not ever want to say this to my spouse again. I Mm -hmm. want to be a bad A in my marriage. Mm -hmm. I want to whatever. So that your partner actually knows your goals and can remember. So Mm -hmm. in our case of the financial story where Mm -hmm. you were telling me about our financial situation and Mm -hmm. I like started, I laid into you because Mm -hmm. I'm like, nope. Old Seth does this and this and this. And I'm going to remind you that remember that time you spent all this money or we wasted this or we did that. Right. If we had 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 a sign written, this is our new financial goal. All you would have had to do is point to that and be like, I know. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to. Let's be bad A's mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Here's our yeah, new so goal. Yeah, so there's some intention around that, mm-hmm. and that takes planning and work. And, and it, it takes being embarrassed and weird and making a sign that hangs on your wall. Yeah, who cares? Get over it. Emily says, I love that perspective, Thank Melanie. You. So, so good. Thank you, Emily. Could you all touch on the difference between counseling versus coaching? Yes, can I can. we? So, uh, okay, counseling. Counseling. The counseling relationship is to heal and to like shore up old childhood stuff, like really get into stuff, Mm -hmm. maladaptive patterns, big time family of origin, Mm -hmm. like identify these things. And then the counselor's job is to help the clients 
come to their own conclusions, their own realization of, oh, the answer has been in me all this time. Right. And also to point out some incongruencies, right? And it's a very, okay, this is safe. This mm-hmm. is very compassionate, all this stuff, which is absolutely great. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm a licensed counselor, a licensed therapist. Coaching takes a different approach. It's a mixture of all that stuff, and I can't help but mix in some therapeutic concepts in right. coaching because that's just who I am. Right. But coaching is like, okay, we're going we're gonna to work out your goals. I'm going to listen to your story, ask a bunch of questions, do an intake and assessment kind of process, and go, all right, based on what you're saying, let's try this, 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 and this. One, two, three, four, five, six goals, right? Mm-hmm. And then coaching is a 30, 60, or 90, or 120-day process. It has a start and an end date, right? So in that, you're like, I have just committed to this. Oh, boy, I don't know where it's going. I have an idea of where it's going, and my coach is going to be there. Mm -hmm. In our case, we have contact with our clients every single day, Mm -hmm. except for Sundays. And I'm going to report back to my coach, give a status update. Hey, man, how's it going? Let me know how you did Last night on goal one and goal two, mm-hmm. status update, check, right. right now, kind of thing. And, and so we, uh, that, uh, that's, that's different. Coaching is more expensive because it's more, it's more hands-on, well, right? Well, think of it It's like more this. intense. We right. call you out on, on bull stuff, bull crap, right? We uh, believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. We encourage you. We motivate you. We keep you on task. Yeah, I speak. Coaching is no. like going, getting a coach. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Every Olympic athlete, every sports person you can think of, mm-hmm. every Seattle Seahawks, every Seattle Mariners has a coach, right? They don't go to the Super Bowl without a coach. They don't go, people don't get to the Olympics without a coach. Right. Do, do people who only go to physical therapy get to the Olympics? No. No, because you're healing, mm-hmm. right? Physical therapy is a different vibe altogether. Mm-hmm. You're healing. Mm-hmm. You're you're taking it slow. You're fixing yourself, but in in therapy, you're fixing your mind and your body. Mm-hmm. In coaching, you're pushing mm-hmm. your mind and your body mm-hmm. with a very clear goal of I want to have a bad a marriage. I want mm-hmm. to get to the Olympics of marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. I just want to get to the naked oil wrestling part of. <laughs> I thought of like the Grecian, like Roman Grecian Olympics. Isn't that funny? <laughs> that is that is funny. Like, so that that a is disc. a difference. And if you have any questions about that email us at coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com Audrey says I'm working on making changes in my behavior and thoughts oh and my thoughts and my spouse is not interested in changing according to him everything is my fault okay so we can't make a horse drink if we try to lead him to water right so in this case and we get this all the time and one spouse says well if you would just do this then we're cool no spouse that other person is wrong so with the spouse uh, that has the growth mindset <clears throat> you're going to have to push back against that mental and emotional resistance that he or she is giving you and say you know what i'm doing this for me i know that a growth mindset is good for me i know that uh, you know coaching listening to podcasts reading books is good for me and my spirit and my own growth right mm-hmm. what Oh, nothing. I was just thinking of an analogy of like, think mm-hmm. of this idea of two caterpillars on a twig, right? 
you got two caterpillars mm. on a twig and all of a sudden one of them starts wrapping itself up and the other one's like, what mm. are you doing? Mm -hmm. You're an idiot. Mm -hmm. You think that's going to be better? Oh, you're going to wrap yourself up now. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Right? So one caterpillar is just poosed and the other one's like dutifully wrapping themselves up in right. education and new habits and Because they are whatever. doing it for themselves. They're and doing they know it that's for good. themselves. They, your transformation, your metamorphosis is not dependent mm. upon the caterpillar sitting next to you on Le Twig. And you that can't, you cannot stop your own growth because he doesn't want to grow. Mm. So the crazy part about that is there is going to be a tension mm -hmm. no matter what you do. Mm -hmm. Seth experienced it early on in our marriage when he said, I've got to change what I was doing. Like he was lying. He was looking at pornography and he said, I've got to change. He made that choice to start growing. Guess who was the like, stupid caterpillar on the twig getting mad all the time mm -hmm. this lady right here i was like oh pfft, like that's gonna work you dummy right but he decided growth was for me i just kicked the printer oh he decided growth was for him he was gonna do it anyway mm -hmm. and i sat there arms crossed looking at him with my beady caterpillar eyes thinking this is dumb mm -hmm. he changed anyway Right. And that was the first part of our metamorphosis in, in our marriage. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, wait, 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 I need to change. Mm -hmm. And then we changed and then I changed. Right? right. So do not worry about your husband being interested in changing or not. That's not his journey mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. It may never be his journey, but you, girlfriend, do your thing. Right. That does not mean you ever shame him for not changing. Mm -hmm. Don't ever put him down for not changing. Yeah, and it's, it's hard not to have resentment towards your partner that isn't right. changing. And I want you to be aware of that because that is a, a real thing. That is a right. real downfall. Like, I'm doing all this work and they don't care and they're blaming for something. And that's... That, that's easy to fall in that trap. And I understand it. You know, it was like, well, geez, what am I doing? But you're not doing it for her or right. for him. You're doing it for yourself. And hopefully in time, that will be enough to kind of get you over that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. oh, the, 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 the feeling of the satisfaction feeling of like, I am doing work. Mm -hmm. Like I did 75 hard and all these other things for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For and me. I pushed back. A ton. You when did it first. first. You're at like, first, I was like, this is the worst. I hate yeah. that he's doing it. So, uh, okay. Brittany says, Ugh, I just did this to my husband. He used to be terrible at calling me names. He had a falling out with our oldest son, and our, our, our son called him some of the same names that he used to call me. He went on to say that he was not ready to forgive him. I was like, Ugh, you expected me to forgive you when you treated me that way. Maybe throwing that in his face was wrong. I was just trying to show him if he expected forgiveness, he should, he be. should be willing to mm -hmm. forgive. I don't know thoughts. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that that is a thing, and I came to this insight a, a couple of months ago, and it was you know we have kids, and sometimes we have issues with our kids, and uh, help me out here if you remember what I'm talking about. And one of our kids, I just came to the realization of oh my gosh, I treat him the same way that my dad treated me. And those things that I see that he does in myself, it's like I'm mad at myself and treating mm -hmm. it uh, as if I was taking it out on... Right. So... Does that make yes. sense? Yes. Let's like back up a few steps here because... What are you doing? You leaving? Uh, oh, back up a few steps here and talk about attachment for a second. So mm -hmm. you should read the book, uh, The Power of Showing Up by Dr. Dan Siegel. He mm -hmm. talks about attachment and this type of behavior, and there's a couple things I want to connect here. So uh, men in particular have been 
dealt a crazy hand by society where they are not allowed to feel many emotions. You get, what do you get? Anger. You can be excited. Mm-hmm. What can you be? You can be a workaholic. You can and be a stoic. workaholic. This you doesn't matter. Stoic. You can fight. A white knuckle stuff. Right. But mm-hmm. you can't be excited. You can't be like joyful. Mm-hmm. You can't, then, you know, then you're dumb. You're mm-hmm. all these dumb things. If you're any amount of different varied emotions, you are dumb. Mm. So what happens is that men often, and I'm very much generalizing here, men are often stunted. Think of their delayed growth in their brains uh, emotionally. Mm-hmm. So your husband is doing something like calling you names because emotionally he's about 13 in that area. His brain literally doesn't develop it because men well, aren't allowed to. Sometimes when 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 men or women are flooded, oh, yeah. we oh, yeah, go yeah, back. Yeah. You know, it's not just like all men are 13 year old no, no, dummies. No, 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 no. And, no, I, and I know that you're that. not saying that, but. Uh, there is there there is a much more complex, I don't know, system of thinking that men have that sometimes isn't like it's uh, just underdeveloped. It's underworked. Think mm-hmm. of a muscle that is not worked out, mm-hmm. and it's their sort of emotional relational muscle because they're really not allowed to work it out unless they have a super supportive, super healthy home. So in this situation, the only thing your husband knows to do is call you some kind of name. Mm-hmm. But then think about two. 12-year-olds fighting. Mm. What are they going to do? They're not going to somehow lo- like raise to a level of awareness. They're just going to call each other names and like right. throw rocks. Yeah. So it's really hard because he isn't even in the space to know how to do it right. Mm-hmm. And we get angry at our partners for not knowing how to do something that they have literally been stunted in. And that isn't, it isn't helpful. What's right? up, Paul? Good to see and, you, man. But then in the attachment thing, mm-hmm. one of the craziest parts about it is that when we were a child, we would have got our butts whooped if we'd have done mm. that behavior. So then, You wouldn't. I would have. You uh, didn't get spanked. As a I baby. did. So then when we grow up and we see, <laughs> our, so own, we see our own child mm-hmm. do a behavior that would have got our butt whooped, mm-hmm. it actually like sucks us back into time. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we're 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And all of that energy that we never let go of when we were 10 and we were getting our butt kicked because we talked back to our dad or whatever comes flooding back at us and mm-hmm. and it's like all bets are off your brain has shut off you're 12 mm-hmm. years old just doing the you're throwing a stick cussing at your dad and mm-hmm. it's the only thing you know how to do so mm-hmm. there's an attachment element here when if you haven't healed what you experienced as a kid mm-hmm. and then your kid does that mm-hmm. you're going right back full bore as a 12 year old right so going back to the coaching versus counseling that would be a counseling right, right, right. kind of deal. You got like to address that. in counseling and to process and to uh, you can't dig heal it up, dig what it up, you don't feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. to to dig it up slowly and then be with it. You know, so that's right. that's why coaching is a different process. Somebody says, and this is a good one: What do you do when your partner shames you for wanting to change and for listening to podcasts and reading books? Ooh, okay. Don't number accept one, that shame. Number one thing. He feels shame for himself, mm-hmm. and he's condemning that because maybe he, he he knows where he, or maybe he doesn't. He feels the the uh, what is it the um, cognitive dissonance mm-hmm. between like oh man okay there's something here but I'm I'm too scared I'm not going to do it it hurts mm-hmm. too bad I can't dig those things up right right so when when other people close to him are being brave and being vulnerable it's like a Mm, that is threatening my little shell here, right. and this sucks. Right. Right. So do not accept his shame. And I'm not saying you be like, okay, peace out. You don't out. have to be sassy. Peace out, loser. But, I'm doing this. You right. suck. 
No, not like that. But just understand that he has a really hard time right. with these things. You know, I remember, well, you know, couples that I've been with have, have done this. And I even remember in my own family when mom was making some changes. Right, right. You know, it was, it was literally about a, a book about eating healthier. Mm-hmm. Hey, eat more vegetables. What? <gasps> right. <laughs> right? What do you think you're doing? Because that's, and in, in family systems work, uh-huh. that changes the right. equilibrium. And what, right? the really I, hey, what, I'm, I'm used to my, my baked potato and, uh, you know, bacon fried, slab. fried steak every mm-hmm. night with a bowl of ice cream. Mm-hmm. And here you are eating veggies. That's compromising all that. What you're on a cook fried, fried chicken steak, right. you know, and gravy and mashed potatoes every single night. Mm-hmm. So there is going to be pushback. So right. I want you to be very, use your wisest, most smart, compassionate mind and say, okay, say this to yourself. I am making positive changes. I am doing good. This is a good thing for me. Mm-hmm. I understand that this is threatening to him and I pray for him and I give him compassion to that. And I'm also not going to let it stop me here. Okay. I want to use a really weird example, but I think it makes sense. So, uh, I'm excited. First of all, I want you to think about when you see someone doing something that you want to do, but are still too afraid to do it. I want you to think about how you feel. Mm -hmm. So a good example is I remember seeing people jogging and I would say, I would never do that. Mm. I would say that until I did 75 hard because deep down you guys, real talk, I wanted to be a jogger. I Mm. wanted to have the discipline to get up when it was still cold out Mm -hmm. and put on tiny shorts and run. Like I wanted to be that brave and strong and I didn't feel like I could. So I would say, quit reading the comments. Instead of being like, that person is kicking A and taking names. Look Mm -hmm. at them jogging at five in the morning. Mm -hmm. Go get it. I'd be like, I'd never do that. You're weird. That's gross. I'd rather be sleeping. Don't you have have better things to do? Right. And so I would put them down Mm. because... Judgment. You're judging. Yep. I was actually going to say earlier, read the judgment detox. Anyone who is mm-hmm. in this space, read the judgment detox because it helps you I'm, to not judge. I'm reading it right now. It's so good. But anyhow, um, that's the first thing I wanted you to think about is how do you react when someone is doing the thing you want to do? That could be mm-hmm. traveling the world. It could be writing a book. It could mm. be becoming a model or learning photography or you know whatever it is. Like if you want to do it and someone else is doing it and you see them, what do you think? Mm-hmm. You go, Ugh, whatever. Ugh. You're judging. Mm-hmm. You're judging because part of you feels conflicted. You feel part of like, you wants to do that. Right. You are like, oh, I hate that you're doing it. And now you're exposing that I'm not doing it. So, and now I feel worse. No, don't, don't, don't. <clears throat> so then the second thing I want to say is if y'all have seen Harry Potter or Star Wars or Lord of the Rings, any dorky sci-fi thing um, or <laughs> magic thing, the bad guys, what are they always doing? They're blasting stuff. They're, they're orcs, like, tearing meat apart and painting their face with bleh, right? Or they're using their wand to, like, willy-nilly Avada Kedavra people for mm. no reason. They're bad guys. They're out there just blasting stuff off for mm. no mm-hmm. stinking good reason. That is what people who don't want to change do. Mm-hmm. They get mad, and then they shoot their wand because they can. They don't have any other better way to handle it, and they go, eat slugs, <laughs> even though that was Ron, and it was really cute. It was my favorite scene. But here's why I'm bringing all of that up, is that is an energy, that negative energy, like orc mm-hmm. blood, shooting a wand, all of those things, saying that the runner is dumb. And when that energy is coming at you, and you're the one trying to change, and you're out there trying to like mm-hmm. make it so that witches and wizards can get married to muggles, and you're trying to just live oh the life, <laughs> you have to know that 
to not absorb and take on that energy. Mm -hmm. Energy is like a tangible, real thing. You know it when someone walks in the room and they have like the, a terrible energy and you're mm -hmm. like, God, go home. Or a good energy. Or a like, really good energy, right? They're bringing the party. I like right. this. So I want you to imagine when your husband says to you and he's shaming you for reading a pod or for reading a book, listening to a podcast, watching a show, you have to imagine whatever genre of like uh, mm -hmm. fiction you enjoy the most, imagine him with a wand saying, eat slugs and you got to dodge that. And it goes way past you because mm -hmm. you ain't you're not part of that right now. Okay? That's right. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Lily says, "You guys are so awesome, so real. That's why I love these videos. Thank you so much." Yeah. Elizabeth says, "Donna Joe, these two are great." Woo! <laughs> I used to be that way. Now I'm just inspired by it. Wow, this is great. But yes. only inspired. I have a hard time taking action. Okay, Lily, go get it. Go get it. Write down your goals. Get them out of your brain and put them on paper and start slow. Right. Mm -hmm. Just do one thing. You, if you have a goal to walk a mile. Walk, walk a mile. No, no, no. Walk. Okay. Walk 500 yards. Mm -hmm. Tell yourself, I'm walking 500 yards. That is it. Mm -hmm. And then guess what? At yard 490, you're gonna be like, this isn't bad at all. Right. I can go more, right? So start small. Right. I want to answer this. this really quickly. It says, so how does it work if you have a spouse that is not interested in working on his junk? So here's what I want to say. Mm -hmm. um, if this is any other context, if you're like, uh, I run a, a law firm and my business partner doesn't want to be a better lawyer. Do you just go, yeah, let's just be sucky lawyers together. Mm -hmm. No, you go, I'm going to step it up because mm -hmm. one of us has got to do this well. Mm -hmm. But what you don't do is go, I'm the better lawyer. I'm the better lawyer. Dee -dee -dee -dee. Right? <laughs> you don't do that. You just become a better lawyer. Right. And then this other person over here can either join you mm -hmm. or stay right where they're at. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't, again, your metamorphosis Turn into a butterfly. Watch what the caterpillar does. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about what the caterpillar does because they're on their own journey. That's one of the most damaging things that uh, I think is particularly in Christian marriages is they say, and then they became one flesh. I ain't never seen a caterpillar. Two different caterpillars become one caterpillar. Mm -hmm. They are always two different caterpillars on two different journeys and they mm -hmm. don't become butterflies at the same exact time. Right. And we need to honor our differences and promote our connections, let each other develop in time when we're ready, mm -hmm. right? Just healing. Says, <laughs> yes, Seth, break down the goals, start small. Slugs are my arch nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> they are really like little turds. Yeah. Um, they eat everything. They do eat everything. Okay, so let's, let's wrap this up. This has been a great conversation. You guys, if you... Uh, understood the difference between counseling and coaching and you think you need to go the counseling route, then we have partnered with Faithful Counseling and you can go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. And you guys, I'm seeing the analytics on that stuff and you are going there, which means what? Our listeners are getting help. They are healing their wounds. They're not just putting band-aids on a big open gash. Right. They're taking time to dig into that stuff and it's healing for you, right? Mm -hmm. It is awesome. So getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. You guys will get hooked up with a licensed professional counselor just like myself. You can do it via phone. Mm -hmm. You can do it telephone. You can do text, email, any way that you want and it's completely confidential, right? And it is way easier than having to go into an office, mm -hmm. do this, get a babie get a babysitter, fight traffic, yeah. all this stuff. So 
getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Melanie, you've done counseling before. Mm-hmm. What do you think about counseling just in general? For people who are like uh, on the fence, like uh, counseling, that's weird, there's a stigma. What do you think about that? I think it's great. I use the analogy, I think it was yesterday or the day before. Like mm-hmm. it's counseling is like life is a river, it's going, it mm-hmm. ain't stopping. Mm-hmm. And when we have a trauma or an event or a childhood, uh, sometimes it feels like that thing is like a cinder block tied to our ankle and mm. someone just went bloop, have mm. fun in the river drowning all day. Mm-hmm. And a counselor can help you untie the knots of that cinder block that is tied to your ankle mm-hmm. that has been dragging you down and holding you down and keeping you stuck and frustrating you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say, new things are scary. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do that, but it is worth every step. Absolutely. It's hard to face your own flaws and and to look at your growth with a growth mindset. It's very hard. We want to be... Uh, we want someone to snap their fingers and fix us, but mm-hmm. it does not work that way. But counseling is an amazing, amazing tool. And it's the first steps. Like I said, it's like the physical therapy mm-hmm. of the, you know, Olympics world. Like right. you can't, you can't get to the, you can't win first place if you have a broken ankle. You are yeah. not going to do that. So getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Again, getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get counseling. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody says, thanks, Seth. I'll do that. Good. And Aaron says, counseling is no different than going to an oncologist for your cancer treatment. Our mm-hmm. minds are just as important as any other body system. That's beautiful. That's right. Your brain controls your entire body, y'all. And if your brain is off track or you know some neural pathways were built mm-hmm. and they're not helpful anymore, Let's go to counseling right. and change those things. I want to say, I want to comment. Hey, That's Paul. actually really helpful. Thanks. I've been uh, told this before, so this is confirmation. Good. good. Doesn't that feel good when you when you have heard things over and over and then you're thinking about it, it's in your mind, and then something pops up and confirms mm-hmm. it? It's like, all right, God, thank you so much. I'm right. going for and it. And I want, Lily says, uh, when seeing like a person jogging or whatever, she mm-hmm. said, I've only been inspired. I have a hard time taking action. Now, mm-hmm. stop telling yourself that. Okay, you're going to take action. You used to have a hard time taking action. Mm. Get up and do it. Does that make sense? I will take action. The power. I, I oh. do take action, right? Well, yes. Someone says the power or of showing up was the book, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. look up Dr. Dan Siegel, S-I-E-G-E-L, and it's the power of showing up. And it is a really, really good book. I'm going to try to share it today. Sometimes mm-hmm. I just forget to share the book. Okay. You guys, we got to go. Brene on YouTube. Sorry we didn't get to, an- to uh, ask your answer your question tune in tomorrow and we will Mm -hmm. answer any and all questions you guys if you have any uh comments questions anything about coaching about getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage email us at hello at anatomyofmarriage.com and we will join you there we didn't do our conversation starter i know it's too late we're gonna go oh dang go to get the app go to anatomyofmarriage.com and get the app and do the conversation starter all right guys we'll see you tomorrow Uh, happy thursday Party Friday. Tomorrow is... Hold on. You got to send in your sex questions. Oh, yes. I, I mean, we we have loads of them, but mm-hmm. send them in if it's a really good one. We'll bump another one out. Yeah. Because tomorrow we're going live with sexologist Shamira, and it is going to be amazing. No question is off limits. No topics off limits. Send That's them right. That'll be fun. Are you kidding me? It's going to be, be fun. Right. Somebody says, love you both. You guys are life-changing other than Jesus. Woo-hoo! That's right. Thank you, girlfriend, and we will see you guys later. All right. Bye. Bye.